Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey, chickens. We're watching uh, Remembrance of the Daleks. Uh, it has taken me all week to get through episode one, so we're going to be here for a month. Um, <laughs> it's not my fault. They've put in too many references to old things. Um, <laughs> it just it happens sometimes with Doctor Sometimes it's a really straightforward episode and we can just breeze through it. And then sometimes, because we're doing anniversary ones here in the 60th anniversary year, they're going to be a bit dense and packed with... Um, continuity and references and the like. Uh, anyway, the Doctor's going to have a look around the Coal Hill School um, and gets the go-ahead by the headmaster, who originally said no until he got a little tap on the ear um, and obviously got some message. Uh, and then there's creepy music, so we know everything's not okay in the school. Um, meanwhile, at headquarters, uh, Group Captain Gilmore is asking Mike... Um, if the anti-tank rockets are being handed around. See, I told you what anti-art stood for. Um, and Rachel's like, what's happening to the Dalek? And Mike's like, oh, it's under guard. It's safe. And then we see Radcliffe and his men who are loading it into a truck under a tarp. Um, and just in case we don't know that Radcliffe is, you know, in charge of this truck, his name's written on it. Uh- <laughs> It's like a, a builder or something. Uh, so, they drive off and then we see two soldiers lying inert on the ground. I don't know if they're dead or not, but they're they're certainly not um, awake if they're alive. Um, so, Ratcliffe's men are up to no good. Uh, I don't know what, what Mike is doing with them, but uh, some dodgy business. Um, at the school, the Doctor and Ace are looking around a lab... Uh, and the doctor says the Daleks are following him, uh, and he asks Ace to look out the window and ask what she thinks of the burn marks around the hopscotch. 
And she's like, well, it looks like a landing pattern. She goes, but it's 1963. Surely I'd have heard about it. And the doctor's like, what about the Zygons and Loch Ness Monster and the Yeti in the underground? She's got no idea. Obviously referring to um, Terror of the Zygons, uh, the fourth Doctor story, uh, which was in the 70s. And at one point, the Loch Ness Monster pops up out of the Thames in the middle of London. Um and the Yeti in the Underground, obviously, The Web of Fear, which we've done on this podcast. Uh, if, you're a, a, if you're a new convert to the podcast, um, I can send you back to an old episode if you want. <laughs> you don't have to. Um, anyway, we talked about The Web of Fear between episodes 358 and 367. That's, that was a slog. <laughs> It was in black and white, and one of them was weirdly animated. It was some, it was some strange stuff. Anyway, that was a, they were ones recovered during the fiftieth anniversary in twenty thirteen, which was very exciting for everyone involved. Um, anyway, so yeah, there's lots going on in this episode. We're getting lots of references to old Doctor Who, so it's very exciting. It's a continuity uh, festival. Um, so yeah, the reason. You know, you can land a spaceship at this school uh, at some point and no one's heard about it is because no one cares. Uh, the doctor says something about it. Um, you know, humans have a, a capacity for self-deception. Um, I think it might be that, uh, you know, that Russell T. Davis invention, the, uh, what's it called? <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. You know, I thought the perception filter that I thought was on the TARDIS in when it was in uh, Todd's Lane. Um, so, uh, the, the doctor says the Daleks are after him because he left something behind when he was here last. And she's like, oh, uh, that's the hand of Omega. And he's like, yes, it's very dangerous. Um, uh, Ratcliffe takes the tarp off the Dalek back in his uh, builder's yard. Um, and a Dalek-ish voice says, report. And it's someone in a Davros-type chair with a helmet that has a Dalek eye stalk on it. It looks like a motorcycle helmet. Um, but we can't see their face because they've got their back to us. Um, and they're looking at a colourful screen that pulsates when they talk, which must be very annoying. Um, and the Dalek chairperson wants to know where the Doctor goes. Um, and Ratcliffe says the Doctor's cooperating with the military. He's got contacts there. He'll find out. And then the chair Dalek person says, a Dalek is a machine, a tool, nothing more. Radcliffe's like, what is that thing? <laughs> uh, the doctor finds um, a cellar in the school and decides to go down for a look. Um, the headmaster, who's been talking to someone via his touching his face, uh, <laughs> he's creeping about behind them. Um, and Ace confesses that uh, they used all of her Nitro 9 blowing up that other Dalek. So, you know, no going there. Uh, no more explosive business. Um, explosive bits. There's, there's no such word as explosive. Explodey, maybe, but explosive. No, Adam, come on. Uh, <laughs> these teeth in my mouth are getting in the way. Um, of my talking. Uh, explosive business. Um, in the cellar, it's very dark. Uh, and the doctor finds what he calls a matter transmitter platform. Which is a very Dalek-y design, which is kind of cute. It's like it's got like an like an eye stalky sucker looking thing on it. It's got bumps on it like the Daleks have. Like it's someone's finally on this show after what are we like twenty five years in um, has decided that Dalek technology would probably look like Dalek business. 
instead of just making it look completely unrelated. Um, so, Ace says, like, it's activating, uh, at which point a Dalek starts materialising on the platform in front of the, the weird three little projectors, I guess, of the matter transmitter thing. Um, uh, and you can see all of its innards while it's, like, while it's being transmitted. Like, normally a transmat is instantaneous. It's like, boink, I'm here. Um, but I love that this one's taking for ages because, you know, we want to have a tense moment. <laughs> Um, of a Dalek materialising onto the platform and so we can see its innards uh, and and then it starts to go all a bit wobbly and disappears and the Doctor explains that he made one half of the Dalek try to appear where the other half was appearing um, which caused it to cease to exist. <laughs> Destroyed itself. Uh, and uh, then he's like, oh, you know, now that I've wrecked it, the operator will come and fix it. It's not going to stay broken for long. Um, and Ace is like, by the operator, do you mean another Dalek? And at that point, yes, a Dalek comes out of the dark, demanding they stay where you are. Um, but this isn't like the Dalek in the, in the junkyard. Um, I am Foreman's... Uh, you know, scrapyard uh, was a grey Dalek with black trimming, with black bumps and things. Uh, this one is a white Dalek, kind of cream coloured Dalek with gold bumps and gold trimming. Like it's kind of got pretensions. Also, like why is it hanging around in a dark cellar with its white out? Like it's it, it's like having a white couch. Like this is a disaster. It's going to get very dirty down there. <laughs> Like, I'm terrible. Like, whenever I see someone's got a white couch, I'm like, I can't sit down at your house. I will leave a mess. Like, I know I will just, I, I can't. Like, they'll, I'll be blamed and given dry cleaning bills. It's just like, I'm not sitting in your house. Like, I'm not, not don't take me near anything white. I will make it immediately unwhite. Um, I don't know why I have a special power. <laughs> Possibly it's because my hands are always covered in jam. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, the white Dalek with gold pumps is demanding the Doctor and they stay where they are. So, uh, they bolt up the stairs. The Doctor falls over on the stairs, of course. Um, he's very clumsy, McCoy. Like, I mean, we're talking about a Doctor who once, in the previous story actually, climbed over a railing to just hang off a cliff. Literally, for a cliffhanger, for no good reason, and then just climb back up again. Um, worst cliffhanger ever. Uh, but this one is not. Um, so, the headmaster is standing at the top of the stairs. When Ace gets there, he whacks her in the stomach, knocks her to the ground, and then locks the doctor in. And the doctor's, like, banging on the door, going, let me out, let me out. And the Dalek is floating up the stairs. Oh, my God. It's finally happening. A Dalek is going upstairs on screen for the first time ever on Doctor Who, 25 years after the first episode. <laughs> um, the Doctor is going to be exterminated. The Dalek is just yelling, exterminate, exterminate. They do a lot of talking and not a lot of doing Daleks. Like, they are very much... You know those people who talk about what they're going to do and then they averagely get around to doing it? Uh, but it's saying exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. The green thing, the Doctor's face is in the green screen with the black crosshairs and the alien symbols. It's the end of the episode. Oh, my God. We'll have to find out what happens in part two next week.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.